You are listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. Season 8 Drabbles by Lindsay Bones on AO3 Chapter 4 Oh When she hangs up the phone, she has to think hard about what to do next. The baby forces a limb against her diaphragm, and she is reminded to take a breath. She grieved him, she hated him, and at last she forgives him, and now? What? There's no stage of grief where they come back from the grave. The sight of him is almost too much. Touching him is impossible to avoid. Her skin wants his. She wants desperately to feel him tuck her hair behind her ear and smooth his thumb over her cheek. She wants his chin resting on top of her head as his fingers trace lazy circles at the base of her spine. She wants to feel safe and warm and loved. This moment doesn't feel real. It's impossible on so many levels. She shouldn't be here. He shouldn't be here. The news she has to tell him shouldn't even exist. And yet here they are. She dreamed, in the early weeks of his face cracking into a broad smile upon hearing the news. She imagined he would wrap himself around her and that she would thank God for his safe return, for the miracle they'd been granted. She would show the Lord her gratitude every day. So here they are, his hand in hers. She's already explained how long he's been gone and what's happened to him. There's just one thing left to tell him. She prays to the God that she is certain has forgotten her. Mulder. I'm pregnant. She holds her breath, wanting time to stop right there. She wants to preserve this moment in amber and wear it around her neck instead of the cross that betrays her. What comes next is bound to hurt like hell, even more than God's utter failure. Oh. Like a breath. Like a secret wound opening up. He pulls his hand away. Oh. Her chest burns and tears prickle at her eyes. He needs her strong right now, and her reserves are so damn low. She's been so long under the crushing weight of grief and fear that she hardly knows how to feel anything else. Oh, feels like a thousand nails scarring her, opening every wound she'd been desperately trying to scar over. Oh, is a death of its own. The death of them. They're back to square one. She can see him sizing her up and gauging her intentions, just as he did eight years ago. Only now, she doesn't have the energy to win his trust all over again. She stands slowly, cautiously, because everything, positively everything, hurts. I know this is too much, she rasps. It's too much for me, too. He watches her rise and takes in the sight of her. She's not just pregnant. She's very pregnant. He'd dreamed a long time ago of seeing her like this. He imagined her full and round, and for once, that he could be truly satisfied with his life. He dreamed that he could come out of the darkness at last. She looks so beautiful and so incredibly sad. He wants to tell her both of these things, but his jaw bobs helplessly and he can't offer anything to halt her hasty retreat. He knows he's hurting her right now, but he's hurting too, and he doesn't know how to be happy for her. It's supposed to be his baby growing in her belly. 
It's supposed to be their new beginning. She leaves. He lets her. John is in the hallway. Ever faithful, that one. Worry is etched in the lines of his face. You okay, Agent Scully? She takes a moment to respond and looks up with a thin smile. I'm fine. I'm gonna go home. She knows she's not fooling him. He's not the one she needs to fool right now. I'm glad to hear you say that. You need to take care of yourself. She makes it all the way home before her defenses completely crumble. The gasping, choking sobs rocket from deep in her chest, and she is powerless to stop them. The baby seems to sense the upheaval, kicking and rolling within the cradle of her pelvic bones. She wishes, ever so briefly, that they'd just left him in the ground. She hates herself for even thinking it, but there's a part of her that can't bear facing him again. She can't even explain this baby to herself, let alone to him. All she's been certain of is how much she's needed him, and that even with him alive and breathing, she's still alone. If you like this story, please follow the link to the writer's page and leave some love. Kudos, comments, or subscribe. They'll love hearing from you. Then you can head over to our Patreon page and contribute to Audio Fanfic Podcast. As a member, you are granted early access to one new story per month. That's www.patreon.com slash audiofanficpod. Thank you for listening, and remember, the stories are out there.